Micah chapter 4, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. There are really great challenges in living on top of the highest mountain. Are you ready for it? Two weeks ago, we learned in Micah 1 that the spiritual harlotry of Israel and Judah has become so complete that the Lord declared them incurable. They will be a heap of ruins. Thus, when our text speaks about the mountain of the Lord's house being exalted over every other mountain, it is not promising this to physical Israel as a nation. It was to be cast out. Galatians 3 and Romans 9 show us that the true Israel of God is a remnant of all believers from among the nations. So what and where is this mountain of the Lord that our text refers to? The term the mountain with the article is used in the Old Testament for Mount Moriah. Remember where Abraham was sent to offer Isaac? Where Abraham saw that the Lord would provide his beloved son as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. Where Abraham saw that the Lord would provide his resurrected son to give life for all. That is also the same mountain, if you call where David met the angel of the Lord with his sword drawn over Jerusalem. But at the sacrifice of thanks for salvation in Christ, Christ himself, the angel of the Lord, sheathed his sword. This same mountain, also known as Mount Zion, is where the temple was then built with all the sacrifices symbolizing the one sacrifice that God has prepared for you in Christ Jesus to wash away the full guilt of all your sins. Yes, this mountain is the place where God meets and dwells with his people. And that's only by faith in Jesus Christ. Sadly, many and mistaken literalism believe that these words mean that the Lord is going to unleash such geologic tectonic forces that Mount Zion, at only 3,000 feet above sea level, is going to be lifted physically higher than Mount Everest at 29,000 feet. The uh, foretold flowing of the people up that mountain then is going to be a major mountain climbing expedition. But in the literal, physical sense that they insist must be used, nothing flows up the mountain. But that Old Testament temple represents the true worship of Jesus, our Messiah, the only one who brings peace with God. Jesus demonstrated the symbolism intended in this text when he told the woman of Samaria 
It's not necessary to worship on Mount Zion in Jerusalem. The Father seeks those who worship him in spirit and in truth. And so Hebrews 12 declares that you who believe in Jesus have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem. With all of this given to us, how sad it is that we do not always want to flow up that mountain in worship of Jesus. Likewise, the other term that's used here, the Lord's house, is no physical building anywhere. First Peter 2 tells us that coming to Jesus, you have been made into a spiritual house. And the people of Micah's day were not left in the dark regarding this symbolism. In Isaiah 66, the Lord asked, where is my house? And he himself answered, in him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word. Right at the beginning of his ministry, Jesus made it very clear that he alone is the true temple of God. Destroy this temple, and I will raise it in three days. It's Christ's coming to live in perfect obedience to God's law in your place that enables you and me to flow up the mountain of the Lord covered with his righteousness. It's Jesus' coming to die for your sins that enables you and me to flow up this mountain of the Lord with sins forgiven. It's Jesus coming to arise that gives you and me the ability to flow up this mountain of the Lord into heaven. It's Jesus coming, ascending, that establishes this mountain of the Lord over every other religious mountain. There is no other world religion that even dares to claim that the teacher that started their religion arose from the dead. Buddhism and Islam worship at the tomb in which their leaders are buried. There is no other world religion that even dares to claim that it's built on the wondrous mystery of the eternal God becoming man in order to give himself for you, to give you the forgiveness of all of your sins. God's grace for unworthy sinners. You know, mountains picture serene stability. In our march through the corridor of time, there is only one mountain that can replace the natural seeding of unrest in our hearts with peace. Peace with God. Peace that passes understanding. And that mountain of serenity for us is Jesus Christ. A Lord's mountain of such stability that Satan himself cannot prevail against it. And that's why Satan is so intent on getting you and me to lose sight of the wonder of this mountain of Christ 
caught up instead in the maze of materialism and myths and amusements. But in Jesus, you are equipped to live on the top of the highest mountain. So keep on flowing up. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. In 465, 465 stanzas 1 and 4.